0: Everybody, it's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony and the Wolf Pack. Yes, sir, you heard it right. It's the official 2023 National Wolf Pack preview featuring Mr. Sports Card Lessons himself. Big Papa Ken, Cousin Tony, the architectural genius, everyone's favorite heartthrob of a teacher, Mr. New York City Sports Cards, Craig Shackner, and I can't forget the hottest sportscaster in the biz, Mr. Jemmy, aka Carmine's Cards, and last but not least, the Alpha, the Omega, the one, the only, Rob Gerard, aka the Sports card Therapist. Now that's a wolf pack, baby it's time for some action hey yo tone take it away
1: cuz all right everyone we are here week of national the wolf pack almost in its entirety we have two guys who are out but we are here i'm rob sports card therapist tony you want to start it off with uh introductions
2: yeah i'm cousin tony half of the cousins collectibles podcast happy to be here let's get it Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I am
0: uh, Cousin Oz, Oz the People's Mailman, the other half of Cousins Collectibles. Appreciate you, Tony. Appreciate you, Rob. going to go ahead and throw it over to my man, Craig. My guy, Oz.
3: Thank you. I am Craig, half of Crosstown Cardboard, New York City Sports Cards, and I'm happy to be
4: here with the homies tonight. I am Big Ken. I am all of Sports Card Lessons Podcast, <laughs> and I am happy to be here, too, with all the Wolfpack. Nice.
1: Yeah, so guys, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, National 2023 Rosemont, Illinois, this week. Um, we have a trade night that we are putting on, and it's Friday night from 6 to 10 p.m. It is at Crown Plaza. Is that it, yep, guys? Sir.
2: Yep. Yes, sir.
1: Crown Plaza Hotel. Uh, I would say get there early if you can. Uh, first 100 people in the door are getting free t-shirts. We have a uh, trade night t-shirts. If if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening on the podcast, sorry about that. <laughs> Look at oh, that. Man. dope. Oh, very man. nice. You Got all that.
2: Sp- yeah,
1: sponsors on the back. So get there early. Yeah, so just want to say thank you to to the sponsors, you know, uh Joku Sports Cards who was the first to reach out to us and say, "Guys, I don't know what you're doing, but I know the national still months away, but we, we definitely want to, you know, be in business with you guys and sponsor it. So we're like, awesome, man. So, so, you know, Joku from car, uh, Joku sports cards came aboard, uh, with card brokers. And then Raymond from Veriswap came along shortly thereafter and basically financed the entire event for us. And all we did was, was the dirty work and, uh, so you know, I want to thank you guys for you know stepping up and really putting together what is hopefully going to be the most talked about event at the National Twenty Twenty Three. Am I am I kind of building up to be too much by saying that?
4: <laughs> not at all, not at all. And and the first, the first one of many to come. There
1: you go. Yeah, that's a plan, right? I mean, yeah. multiple nationals after this, uh, uh, if this doesn't get shut down. You know, (laughs) but that's the whole point. It doesn't get shut down. Was it really a a good trade night? I mean, come on. I know very true, very true. So so guys, everyone on the screen right now, I know Carmine is coming on in a bit. I, I believe he's gonna hope to make the stream, but everyone was at Nash the National last year, all of us, right? So uh I guess talk to me about what some of the expectations are. Tony, do you have anything anything specific, any expectations as far as what you're hoping the national is going to be this year in Rosemont?
2: Definitely number one is the trade night. With With last year, I kind of really pressured, I had kind of put pressure on myself to get the Clemente rookie that I wanted, so I was hyper-focused on that. With this time around, I don't have – I'm kind of like taking the Craig approach, just going in, seeing, you know, whatever moves me in the moment or or whatever, kind of go with the flow. So I'm definitely expecting a less – not that it was stressful, but I I started feeling that little bit of pressure by Friday. I was like, damn, I got to get this card. Um, You know, I I kept looking, and I just couldn't find the right one. And so with this time around, it's more about filling out a couple – wants not necessarily needs just once that i you know some things that i want to check off on the list and overall just chill it's like i i really it's it's more of a uh like just connecting with people a little networking where we didn't do as much last year and i think that's kind of where the focus will be for the most part with obviously cards sprinkled in but
0: yeah that it's gonna be a more chill vibe for me this is uh cousin eyes the people's mailman so i'm going in there thinking You know, no pressure. So we just want to go ahead, like you talked about, put on a a spectacular show. Make sure that you know, like we're on the, you know, the the tongues and the lips of everybody out there when they when they talk about Friday night at the National. Everybody's gonna be talking. Yo, you missed the craziest trade night ever. And you know, like we hope it's gonna go ahead and be an annual thing. Uh, But other than that, it's more so just a chill vibe. It's going there. It's it's really just soaking it all in and just taking my time with everything, looking at the cars. And again, going back to what Tony and Craig said, I, I, I'm like that anyway, just whatever moves me. I don't go in with this particular plan. I have some things in mind, but when I go buying cars, it's more like something has to touch me in the fields and, and then I can make that purchase. But other than that, man, it's just a chill vibe and, and with the intent of trying to meet as many people as we can and just, uh, just do that.
3: Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm incredibly excited for our, Trade night. But I like that. We're also calling it a hobby hangout because that is how I see it. If any of us knows anyone, they're friends of ours, come hang. Our show's over. Nah, it's cool. Come hang. Crown Plaza, 6 p.m. Friday the 28th. Pull up. Yeah. Um, seeing you guys, you know, Rob, right? You saw at Bleeker, even just that event, how many different conversations with people you have. Multiply that by however many tables and how much space there is at Chicago. I'm expected to be overwhelmed. Last year was my first national in Atlantic City. This is much bigger. I'm here for two days as opposed to one. And cards-wise, like uh, echoing what you all said, going with an open mind and whatever catches your eye, you know, that's it. But I think we're all ready to make some deals, that's for sure.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to be there six days. So I am, I am, oh uh, I, I he's am setting it up. That. he's closing
1: it down. He, I, 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 take, heard, I, I heard, I heard big Ken opened a PO box in Rosemont <laughs> just because he's going to be there so long.
4: Man, I, I just plan on taking it all in, you know, uh, I think last year was just such a whirlwind uh, and this year uh, I want to breathe a little, right. Uh, I went in there with uh, really uh, a business mentality last year this year i'm going in completely different uh you know we've got a lot of things planned trade night off the hook i i just can't wait for that thursday night wolf pack dinner
1: you know a little local cuisine looking forward to that oh, i can't wait for that man <laughs> i cannot wait for that reservations yeah. at a steakhouse and just us <laughs> chilling chopping it up yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah. You
2: Real quick, uh, Craig. I like that you said about the hangout thing because I can all but guarantee I'm not making any trades at our trade night. Like I don't, I'm, I'm probably not even bringing any cards. Like I just, I'm just going to be. No, I'm
0: not going to bring
1: any cards either. Yeah, yeah
0: I'll just have my fanny pack, <laughs> just in
2: case. There okay. it is. Fair enough. Yeah, it, you have. never know, bro. Yeah, I will not have any cards. Um, actually, uh, Ken and I want to ask you and Rob. So you guys, you're back as vendors, and so what'd you learn from last year? That you're you're gonna use to try to make for just a better better show this time around.
4: Uh, well, for me, you know, last year and I talked on on the podcast all over this last six months is um, going to these sh- big shows before the national. I, I sold a lot of product, so this year I shut that down. I plan on bringing all my product out there, and I have a list of cards that. When you say I- product, we're talking about cards, right? of course we're talking about cards i uh, yeah. listen
1: i with you big ken you never know <laughs> you know you're talking about moving product on a pallet and it just it, it, the waters get murky yeah. so yeah. i just wanna... crossing
4: state lines yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah you know i'm going in you know like i this year i've i've you know i've got some pc cards that are hard to find cards that i'm going to be looking for while i'm out there i've reached out to a few people. I told them what I'm looking for. So when they come out, right, they're my eyes on the floor, because when this show is in full, you know, I'm going to be, you know, behind the table, I, I, I can't be running off doing much. So, you know, I got my eyes out there going to be looking for, for certain cards. So, you know, I'm excited, you know, just I, I, I have a plan to do so much, you know, a lot of with the people too. a lot of the meetups, like we talked to with the content you guys know with the content you talk to so many people i've given out our booth number you know more times than i'd get anything else out this year what is our booth number
1: it is 2117 love it 2117 right near corporate right near the concession stands and from what i understand right near the autograph area too right yeah yeah so right right near the front doors too right near the front door too prime real estate for estate. (laughs) listen you know ken i'm excited for you because from what i heard one third of the world population of trinity rodman collectors will be there aka there's three of you and you're going to be there so it's one third of the world population (laughs) hey so.
4: Do, do me a favor when we get off today. Just go to eBay and search Trinity Rodman and start looking at the prices of those cards. And you tell me there's only three of us out there. <laughs> listen, listen, Ken, you know I got your back here. I sent Ken a
3: YouTube video today. Trinity Rodman had a feature with GQ. It was mm. one of those 10 things you can't live without videos. So I'm like, Ken, this is our girl. You know, she's, she's a star. She's
1: a star she's, in the making.
4: She was talking yeah. about podcasting, right? And I said, I got to reach out because I got a new podcast Ooh. for her to listen to.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, you know, I think you know, setting up as a vendor. Um, the cool thing is, anytime you're setting up anywhere, you never know what's going to walk up to the table, and you never know what you have the opportunity to get at what price. Because when people go to a show and they bring their cards, I can't speak for everyone, I can only speak for myself because I've been a walker plenty of times, but usually I'm looking to free up some cash because. Maybe what's in my Zion case has stale to me or it's run its course, or I never wanted it to begin with. It was always going to be a flip item for me. So when I go up to a dealer and I'm saying, Hey, are you guys buying? I I'm probably going to give them a deal because I want cash. So if you are a vendor, it absolutely pays to have cash. Um, but also I think there's a lot of opportunity with anyone that's just there walking to pull other people aside and say like, Hey, what do you got? Are you trading? You selling, you know, and, and just anywhere there's open space, which there's probably not going to be much open space, but anywhere you see an open table an open chair and open anything, just sit down start going through each other's cases. And I mean, you could have a trade night Thursday morning on the floor of the national.
4: Yeah. 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 And one thing I saw last year too, that I learned a lot from last year set up as a dealer is, uh, a show like this, like my mentality is come in cash heavy, right? But I think a lot of people came in card heavy because it's like what we do, okay? You say there's these cards I really want to get, and I I don't mind moving these cards to get those. So they go in with cards, right? They're selling off cards to build capital to go buy the cards that they're looking to pick up, you know, to 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 move into. So yeah, there, there's there's a lot a lot more opportunity as a dealer to buy cards than than I realized um from last year yeah.
2: mm. when you yeah. guys are trying to move these cards on the floor for all you guys how long before the frustration like you know if you go to a couple dealers and are like nah 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 how long before that frustration level reaches its peak and you're like man this 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 isn't it or do you well, I, don't, of- I
1: don't think you can get frustrated because you know there's a basically a trade night every night of the week. There's trade nights that are going to be breaking out in whatever hotel you're staying in. There are trade nights, impromptu trade sessions that are just going to start. So you know that chances are all the cards you bring to the national, you probably won't be coming home with. So that's why. First of all, I'm I'm a big proponent of always bring your biggest cards if you if you want to make a move because chances are you'll be able to move those or you'll have the opportunity to if you want to. Uh, but listen, you are going to be going home with a completely different set of cards than you came there with. I think that's probably applies to 95% of people that are going there.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It's just a matter of we always go back to what participation is required. So you're gonna but have no. to, you know, yes, you might go guys. to one table. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you might go to one table and then they're, ah nah nah, you, you know, you'll go up, hey, you guys looking, you buying. And you show what you got, and you might get turned down, and you might go to the next table, and you might get turned down. So the dealers may not be looking at what you, you know, buying what you're selling. But eventually, you can either go to like the trade nights, like he's talking about, the fellow, you know, collectors that are there, or or you might get lucky and hit up a dealer that is interested in your stuff. But it's a matter of just continuing to, you know, go ahead, and uh, you know, be aggressive. You know, it's it's like you, the the Nationals, the time to go out there. And to have some cojones, you know what I mean. This is this is our Super Bowl. So, so just go ahead and make it happen. You know what I mean. Like you you have went through all that. You you know you're you're flying across country. You know you're getting on a plane. You're going to Chicago. You're you're getting a room. Go all out. There's no time to be you know pussyfooting in the corner. And be like, oh shucks, they don't want my cards. No, go there with that mentality. Be a killer, and I guarantee you'll come out of there like, damn, I made that happen.
1: Mm. And you know what? I'm thinking about Tony when you said like, you know what? And, and Tony and I, we were talking on the phone, I think yesterday and we're having this conversation and he said, you know what? Last year, man, like I put way too much pressure on myself to get that Clemente. That was your grail card. That was your ultimate grail. Right. But I put so much pressure on myself. Finally, I ended up getting it. Um, and you know, pressure bust pipes, but pressure also Produces diamonds man and yeah. without Putting that pressure on yourself you might Not have ended up with that Clemente So if you have a card that you are Absolutely chasing Go for it man like put That pressure on yourself you know what I mean Because no one else is going to do it for you You know unless you have a wolf back if you have yeah, yeah. a wolf back, I, I
0: gotta admit I put a little bit of that pressure On him too because after a while I'm like yo Tone you better make a move bro like, <laughs> like Stop messing around <laughs>
2: yeah i was like "Geez, i needed my man craig to be like yo chill
3: pump the brakes now Oz, i like what you said about you know you're gonna leave the show with a brand new collection you have no idea what that might look like and that's what's so fun to me is the mystery of it similar to any type of memories or, or fun stories that we're gonna have out of this weekend you have no idea what that's gonna look like but that's part of the fun right you just go in we participate and we'll see what comes out of it. But I'm certainly excited to make moves. I got my cards. I got my cash. I am ready to rock. There you go.
1: I love we it. Never I never know it. what's
0: going to pop off. Like there was one night we we went into a trade night that was in a, a little suite, uh, you know, at the top penthouse room, which was about, you know, Ooh. It looked like a little closet and, it Wet was like- and wild. <laughs> yeah, it was like 20 people up in this little closet room. I was like, this is a trade night. Okay. So we went from there and then, you know, we went to card collectors, two's trade night right after that. And then once we were done with that, we ended up coming back to our hotel and there was an impromptu trade night in the lobby you had the the GC, the great curator there, chilling, and it was like, whoa! It was just there's so many things popping off. You never know what's gonna happen, but you got to put yourself in those positions to, you know, like I said, to succeed. And you know, yeah. sometimes you got to come out of your shell. And a lot of us in in the hobby, we're kind of like we're introverts. You know, we like to collect our cards and do our thing. And you know, we we've been that way our whole lives. And and sometimes it's difficult for us to to get out of our shells and, and do those types of things. But this is the time to do it to to grow and prosper.
4: Yeah. Just remember, there's plenty of time to relax and sleep after the national. Damn, <laughs> it's so true. There, you're not going out there to relax or sleep. You, know, you just it's just go time, complete yeah. go time. Yeah. Listen, so, Oz
2: and I, we we touched down on. So we're gonna touch down on Thursday, going right from the the. the I guess we gotta because I guess it would be kind of weird to walk through my luggage and stuff. So I guess we'll make time. a pit stop, and uh, I think we we land at like twelve thirty ish.
3: Thursday. So. Okay. yes sir
2: yeah so by if all goes well by one thirty, because i mean it's not that far we should be on the floor and hit the ground running man get let's out the grow. red carpet baby
1: yeah so so let me ask you guys um let's let's go around i want you to finish this sentence okay national the national 2023 will be considered a success for me if ken you can go first how about this, Tony? You can go first.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the National 2023 will be a
2: success for me if the trade night extends
1: deep into the night. <laughs> <laughs> if the fire marshal comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you, man? <sighs> it will
0: be a success for me if I am able to move the cards that I got Bringing, I'm bringing ten to fifteen of my my better cards, probably some Allen Iversons, mm-hmm. um and I'm bringing them in with the intent of either selling or trading into getting to 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 a banger, like I was talking about something that is going to add to my collection. That I'm going to look at that card and be like, yeah, that that that's something you're going to remember that once you got to the to the national, and, and it's going to be a cornerstone of, of you know my. My collection here so i'm hoping to to move the cars that i have in my fanny pack you know come hell or high water whether it's through the trade night or through a dealer or you know even craig might look on the download craig i think is the next ai collector in the wolf pack i don't know i keep seeing him <laughs> sh- picking up ai nah, i
2: don't he's know just the, he's just the like the middle man he knows he can i think
0: yeah. he's an ai collector at heart i'm just saying but either wow. way it will be ah, success yes the,
1: the way that those kind of moves happen and, and you know you guys probably probably know this and are thinking the same but in, in my opinion when you're bringing like a zion case or even half a case full of cards and you're like i want to consolidate all of these into one or two bangers that's my goal uh, uh, like th- you and a lot of times you're not just going to walk up to a dealer or walk up to someone at trade night and they're going to have the perfect card to you and be like, yeah, I'll trade down for those 15 cards. A lot of times it's going to take straight grinding. You consolidating two of your cards into one bigger card, another three cards into one bigger. And then all of a sudden by the end of the day or by the end of two days, it's like now you don't have 15 cards. Now you have four. Now you have four bigger cards. Then the right opportunity comes where you can take those four cards boom, move those up into two bangers. Now you're looking at it like, wow, I can't believe I have a, I don't know, like a a second year Mike Trout auto BGS 10 in my hand that I wasn't planning on getting this. Mm -hmm. And I know I don't want to end up with this card, but I know someone here would love this card. And I know that someone is going to make a deal with me tonight for this. You know, it's like, so sometimes it's about, it's almost like that movie uh, Copland. I love that movie. Stallone, Harvey <laughs> Keitel. Yeah. The movie's incredible, right? So in Tell Copland, what you're um, Ray, Ray Liotta is like, "No, you don't. You don't go. You don't take Broadway to get to Broadway. You got to zig. You got to zag. You got to avoid the lights, right?" So it's almost like sometimes the most direct route isn't the right one. Sometimes it takes having to do a few different deals, and then boom, you pounce on that big one. Bang. Perfect. Putting the work in. Yeah. Craig, how about you? All right. A success
3: for me from a card standpoint. I look back to my images from last year's National. I think I had seven pickups that I came home with, and I still have four of those. So the fact that I've held those cards for a year, they're a part of my collection. Three of those cards are staying home with me. One of them I'm bringing. So the goal is always to acquire two, three, however many cards that become a part of your personal collection, whatever that is. Maybe this year, it's just going to be one banger. Banger, banger. I don't know. We'll see. But I got the ammo and I'm ready for it. Yeah. From a trade night social standpoint, just our event just being dope. It's really all it is. People showed up to our event, thought back on it, and said, that was cool. That was a cool event. Yeah. I know it's a real simple way to put it, but um, I mean that. And from a macro standpoint, the hobby in general would make this national success. I thought about you know, card shows up in mainstream media every so often. I feel like this one has the potential or even greater you don't know what athletes might be there you know fanatics is going to have a big thing going you read things about this being the biggest national ever so you never know what kind of eyeballs it uh
4: it may reach
1: what's the deal with fanatics <laughs> shout out
4: to seinfeld <laughs> ken all right how about you all right back to me uh you know as a dealer to be able to come home cash heavy right that's that's always the goal from that standpoint but from you know, be, as the collector in me, to come home with some great PC cards, uh, things that I've been chasing, things that I'm looking for that I just haven't been able to to find or acquire yet, uh, and and social also just meeting all the people that I've been messaging and talking to all year long with the podcast and everything else, just you know knowing that you know even up until just a few days before that, still it's like a a, a flurry of of messaging with people, you know, and I just keep telling people, just come to the trade night, either come to my booth, they're on the floor or come to trade night because either way, that's where you're going to find me.
0: Hey, big Ken, once you go ahead and sell out that table of yours, what are you going to do with all that money, bro? Like, What's your next, like, you know, the next plan after?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, Desmond Ritter. The next put, <laughs> the next plan is the next season, right? Uh, every every year I get a little bit smarter with this, uh, so so you're
0: yeah. going to have to reinvest then into more inventory to continue yeah, the yeah. Uh, just to the keep it going. Dominance. But
4: but you know the goal of all this is to take some of that money and keep funding my own PC, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't never have to reach into my own pocket, right? And and you know everything I've done up to this point, I mean now I'll be able to afford a couple nice PC cards, right? So, and the, the, so many people I talk to, their goal is to take their whole, like they're they're sending me pictures of their Zion case full and they're like, I'm bringing this. And I'm like, your poor arms, you're going to be carrying this, try to carry this case around. They're like, no, it's like, I want to, I want to just turn it over. I want to move all these cards and I want to put all new cards in there. And that seems to be the mentality of, of people who are getting excited for the national they like they just they have so much stuff they want to just turn over cards and just you know come out of there with all kinds of new cards so somebody's cards they're trying to get rid of is going to be somebody's pc card that they're so excited to have right so i mean that's that's what makes this this, this whole thing work
2: yeah do you think this is the national where a lot of like ken you're talking about where a lot of people try to i know this, i saw a little bit at atlantic city last time but this week are we seeing where people try to cash in those mistakes that they made, you know, where they're, they're, or they're I, above water. I wouldn't say
4: cash in, but I would say cash out, cash out. Uh, yeah, yeah, cash yeah. out. You know, yeah. cause at, at some point, cause if you made a mistake and you've been sitting on it and I talk about this all the time, you're sitting on a mistake for eight months and there's no time, but the present, to get rid of it yeah. and and take that negative and turn it into a positive somewhere else. Make yourself feel better. Right. Yeah. This whole
0: past year you've been like, yeah, I'm a little high on that card. A little high on that card. Now it's kind of like, you know what, just get that card the hell out of here. I'm done with that card. Chances are
2: that's it's not going to be going up, you know, big time anytime soon. So you might as well just cut
4: the losses, I guess, and keep it moving. And you heard it here first. I mean, pricing everything to go out there. I'm pricing just a tad over comps. But most of that stuff is going to be right at comps because I can be at comps on those. Right? So, yeah. Man, I I, I, there, there's no way. I I mean, it's like, it's like when you're going, going camping, right. And you, and you're getting all this food and you're going one direction you're like, the good news is it's all going to be gone on the way home. We're going to have plenty <laughs> of room in the car on the way home. Right. And that's kind of my mentality going out there. I'm bringing yeah. this stuff out there about plenty of room, yeah, pl- plenty true. of room in the bags coming home. There you
2: go. Speaking before we, uh, Rob, before you go to the next one, speaking of plenty of room, We've got just enough room to sneak one more guy in here. So Uh-oh. You know, Uh-oh. further he ado, the man, the myth, the legend. What do you call him, Oz? Cool, cool moves, Carmine.
0: Cool moves, Carmine, the pinky wearing demon. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs>
4: What's up, guys? What's up? Sorry I'm late. Hey, hey, I just want to throw it out there though, to all you. I'm gonna get to meet Carmine first. We're arriving Gosh. at the airport together yeah. on, on
5: Wednesday morning. So. Jelly. Yeah. 7 a.m. and we're roommates too. So that's another level. <laughs> Ooh,
1: love <laughs> nice. it. Love it. So that? so Carmine, man, welcome.
5: Yeah, thank, I was, you. Uh, thank you. So
1: new new job. We'll, we'll talk about it for a sec, right? New job yeah. in a bigger sports market. You are the sports guy. How does it feel, man? Uh, today I felt like I really
5: had at least accomplished something in my sports career, going to Clemson for the first time, you know, seeing a program and a facility that's won two national titles in the last 10 years. And, you know, they've been to six college football playoffs, you know, second only to Alabama met Dabo Sweeney, which was awesome. Um, just crazy, crazy. Made my uh, debut here in Greenville, South Carolina. So yeah, it was pretty cool. I was pretty Man. cool. I, I was blown away by uh, by that. I mean, they have a bowling alley in their players' lounge. They got a golf simulator. It, it's and not to mention like the recovery at the news weight, channel weight facilities. No, I would. <laughs> we need a new nil deal. To
1: <laughs> the newscasters that. have their own bowling alley. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. That on, be- you could
5: have you could have hustled
2: some of those young bloods uh, on, on the simulator there, man.
1: I know, I know, I could have,
5: <laughs> but uh, I've I've been a little nervous though because I uh, Oz seems like he's taking this potential dance challenge really seriously, and I, I it made me want to back out immediately when he <laughs> took it seriously with the moonwalk and and his move
1: so i don't know
4: good thing there's gonna be no room on that dance floor yeah Yeah. man
1: carmine's and and what we're referring to is uh the multiple challenges that have been put out amongst (laughs) us and by the hobby community in general at the trade night friday night so yeah definitely looking forward to that and and so carmine right before you came on we answered the question and i'm curious how you would answer this um the national 2023 will be a success if for you Oh I feel like no matter what.
5: Um I have very low expectations. Just like just to meet you guys would make it a success. And then to do any type of deal for a PC card will be a success. I mean, you guys are really, I feel like under more pressure than a lot of us, meaning you, Rob, and Ken being set up there as dealers. I feel like that's a little bit more pressure because we're, we're walking around looking for, you know, pickups. I feel like you guys have have more at least financial stress involved in the situation.
1: Carmine, we didn't tell you, but we're going to need you to watch our table for Thursday and Friday while Ken and (laughs) I walk around. Okay. Volunteered.
5: If I can get a free table at the National, I feel like that's a good trade. (laughs) Hey, hey Carmine, real quick,
0: if you have a choice between Tiger or Larry, who are you going for?
5: Oh, it's got to be Larry. I knew you. Come on. Yeah, because i i made that I made that choice in my head when I was at the Burbank show, and I traded one of my Tiger autos. It was a rookie auto, SP Authentic, for a couple birds that I still have. So I, me and Craig were talking about that on Crosstown Cardboard, and I feel like that was the moment where I had to make a decision on those two guys. And yeah, I mean bird is card? just was that the card you big time jeff the sports card investor on yeah <laughs> i guess you could say that he tried to trade me at one of the trade nights and what he had to trade i wasn't crazy about but uh camera
1: cameras yeah. were off and he was just low balling the hell out of you <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no like value like, wise, i got, got, got these rookies
5: yeah, he's like, here's this Damian Lillard based prism. No, uh, no, no. It was like it was fair value wise, but it just yeah. wasn't. You know, your taste. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So what else? Is, what have you guys been? uh Can you guys catch me up? I feel like I'm a little out of the loop here.
1: Nah, nothing. We're we're talking cards. <laughs> nothing. Nothing yeah, major. Maybe. We're just talking cards. Okay, Rob.
5: Rob, you didn't
4: answer
1: that question yourself. Um. Let's see. Ah. The National 2023 will be a success for me if, um, you know, I think I just want to it, – it's it's really all about the people for me this time around, you know. It's like – so I, you know, I went to Na- the National, what, two years ago when it was in Rosemont, and, uh, you know, I, I went there. I went there solo, okay. So I went there solo. I went there with only like four – podcast episodes under my belt so no one knew who i was by name or face basically um i had established some relationships with people in the hobby but you know not enough to where it was like oh let's go meet up and grab dinner kind of thing you know so i was kind of like just you know like a lonely kid who missed the bus like walking <laughs> would home. you say but,
2: wait would you say you were a lone wolf with your <laughs> casual of cards,
4: okay. You like that, Carmine? That's your kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I remember, if I remember, weren't you up texting all night with uh, with Craig and, the, and I was, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of those
1: nights, that's when Craig and I uh, really first, you know, started getting to know each other, just you know, texting hobby to the wee hours. Yeah. Um, so
3: we started opening up. Yeah. What was that?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think you know it just it'll be a success for me if I, you know, just see as many people as possible and just, you know, meet with a lot of people. And so when I was at the national last year in Atlantic city and I was set up, uh, I really didn't leave the table. I didn't leave the table. and it, it was great too, because a lot of people would stop by and come and say hello. And, and I was also able to watch as people walk by. So it was almost like, you know, at a fair, like if, if people are just kind of walking around in one huge circle around the fair, eventually I felt like I probably saw most people that were there. Um, But I, I really didn't step outside my from behind my table. So this year I definitely, this week, I definitely want to be able to walk out. I want to be able to be like, Ken, can you watch my case? We're going to be set up right next to each other. You just watch my case for two hours, <laughs> you know, and, and and I want Ken to be able to say the same exact thing to me. And that's and, and, where the preparation, if somebody wants my cards, listen, and that, but that's where the preparation as a dealer, I think for this show comes in so key right there because if i'm at a regular show if i'm at a 40 table show or even a 200 table show ken can literally jump on the phone and call me and say rob get back here um someone's interested in your you know babe ruth you know or what's the price on that what's the lowest this guy has some trade whatever and i could probably get back to him within about 60 to 90 seconds if i'm at the national First of all, I'm probably going to be so caught up with stuff that I'm not even going to be checking my phone or being able to answer it. And even if I did, it would probably take me 10 to 15 minutes to get back to the table and 10 to 15 minutes at a show of this size is that's, that's a lifetime. So I think being really prepared with, you know, making sure my stuff is priced will enable me to really walk around and meet people and enjoy the show and you know hopefully you know ken or or joku or whoever it is that i'm watching their case for them you know hopefully they'll be able to do the same and that's that's the best part about going to the national with people that you know people that you trust
2: there you go ken 20 percent commission (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first so you think you guys think that uh, and, and it might be too late to react, but because um, uh, Craig, you touched on it earlier about this. Uh, the National as a whole being like a mainstream event or something that will be on the tip of, of the tongue. And I guess we'll go around the, the thing as I'll start with you. Do you think the National reacts in some form or fashion late in the game to react to Fanatics announcement of the live shows they're going to be doing? It's hmm. a good question.
0: <clears throat> I know with Fanatics, man we were talking about it that there's gonna be something that's gonna pop off when it comes to them I think they got something under the, under their sleeves up their sleeves I should say that uh it's gonna surprise everyone I really do believe they they're looking to take this thing you know above and beyond what anybody knows the hobby as as it is right now this iteration so Michael Rubin his boys his cast they're all there be- planning behind the scenes and they're gonna look to try to make this, this national, this this is, dude, you know, Rob was just mentioning that this, this is going to be a big, 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 big show, man. Like, this is probably going to be one of the biggest nationals ever. And what better way than, you know, to make a splash, you know, with, with, with fanatics and really show what they have the capability of doing. So. You know, with 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 them talking about the whole trying to make it into a Comic Con top type vibe and those shows like that, and then of course you know Fanatics Live, uh, I really see big things on the horizon, and I think they're going to use this as the you know the catalyst to 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 get that going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, but do you, do you, Tony? Take, wait, yes, we- I'm going to answer your question. Okay, I think people at the National are absolutely scrambling right now to try to figure out something extra to do that wasn't already planned to show collectors like hey guys don't don't sleep on the national moving forward we're still here we're still going to be here but let me say this if the national didn't do anything to react to that or doesn't have anything super over the top plan then they deserve to lose you know this massive show to the to fanatics anyways yeah cuz like you know how this hobby
2: is very like shiny new toy oh look over here and everybody just like forgets about all the other uh, so like if the national is gonna take that approach and be like, Oh, we're the national. Ah, dude, what's that shoulder thing that you do with the uh <laughs> yeah. just, This is amazing. Dude, yeah. uh, his voice, <laughs> I, I yeah. know the voice comes good. out. Uh, yeah. I don't play that, yeah. yeah. Trade night, like, guys.
1: Be there, trade yeah, night. He's yeah, gonna do yeah, the shoulder thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like if they're sitting up and they're like, Oh, we're the national, it doesn't matter what with, with these guys, you know, because everybody's gonna always come to the national. And I don't know if you can really rest on your laurels like that, and it might be too too soon it's for them to make some kind of whatever it is i you know whatever it could be but mm-hmm. i'm just wondering if that's in the back of their mind So do
0: you do you think the fanatics is looking to from what i'm i'm, I'm gathering from you because this is kind of like are you saying that fanatics is looking to replace
1: what the national yeah. is doing oh definitely well, i
4: i i can say right now it, it, it's it's prime right now for the for the taking for them right because they're they're making their moves now and and the Nationals changing ownership next year new people are all new people are going to be running the national next year so fanatics can make moves right they they may be able to you know bump these other people out or make moves to to make big changes
1: you know craig so, you were craig you were shaking your yeah, head man yeah you were saying yeah, that. because uh
3: Part of national, let's not forget, there's all this corporate stuff, but it's it's the dealers themselves, the inventory, the types of cards they have. right? So what is Fanatics just going to say? Okay, we're replacing you. Give me your guest list. Give me your vendor list. We're going to use those guys. So like,
1: they both have to exist. They're going to go to Fanatics. The vendors are going to be hitting up Fanatics. You think if Fanatics announced their first ever massive um, card show event, you think that the same exact vendors and dealers would not be hitting up the national, especially because at the national, they've had the same vendors on the same vendor list for forty years. They've just continued to get grandfathered in. Yeah. Do you know how many hundreds of thousands of vendors have been waiting to get a spot at the national? Good point. They're not going to need any. How uh, exclusive of a club it is! You got you guys though. Look at you two.
3: Not big, Ken. Yeah. Look
1: at you two! But, but I mean, got his own. Uh, hundreds his own of hands up in there,
0: like yo, look at me.
1: <laughs> there it he goes. Hey, There's hey. the shoulders.
5: <laughs> I missed it. Do it again. I can't. I can't. It, I can't. It, it just it comes naturally, but bro. That, I'll, that I'll that catch you on the replay. Yeah. I mean, that competition is. I'd be a little worried if I was the national people. I mean, because you guys know how expensive it is to get a table there. What if Fanatics comes in and cuts that price in half and you know does something similar and like you said Rob so many people are waiting just to pay that same amount that the Nationals currently charging they still can't do it even so. even,
1: if, even if Fanatics doubled the table cost it would still fill up instantly and with with the connects that Ruben has obviously I mean you see him literally with Jay-Z I thought I I, I could have swore I saw Tupac at his last party but I <laughs> it could have oh just been I don't know <laughs> So well, or he, Elvis,
5: maybe Elvis was yeah. there. <laughs> Question did, is: How many Elvis cars are you going to pick up, Rob? <laughs> did he?
3: Put,
4: he said, "Did you put me up to that to say that?" <laughs> oh my gosh! So, and, and how do we get invited to that party next year? Right, that's that. That's another goal, yeah. right? So,
1: yeah. so Craig, I'm curious because you were saying that, like initially, you were saying that, like you're not sure if if they'll make the competition. Are you thinking that? There's going to literally be – there's going to be two events moving forward. The, the National is going to remain, and then Fanatics is going to have their event, and there's going to be two types of National-type events each year. Yeah, but you keep saying events. This To me, this sounds like something Fanatics might do multiple times throughout the
3: year, whereas the National is this one-a-year event. I didn't interpret the news as one-a-year at all. Is Comic-Con once a year? Oh, there's Comic-Con in multiple locations, aren't yeah, there?
1: Yeah, I think there's Comic-Con in multiple right. locations. Right.
3: Oh, that's what I had in mind. So yeah. can you put on the type of show that National does once a year at all these different events? I don't know. It sounds like uh, they could both
5: coexist, which is good for the Yeah, whole. I agree with Craig.
0: I, I don't see – I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think Michael Rubin and, and everybody is looking from fanatics to – go ahead and completely wipe out the national. I think the national can stand on its own just because of, you know, history and what it's meant to the hobby. And there's, you know, we sometimes we look at it in a vacuum and we, you know, as, as content creators, but, the macro level, as many collectors that has, are out there and have this has become a way of life going to the national and they pass it down to their children. I think that's just something that's always going to continue now, whether or not the popularity seems to wane over time and fanatics takes over yes. doing their own thing. That, that's, but I do, yeah. yeah, but I still think that's, you know, they'll be able to stand on their own just because of what the national has established as being the Super Bowl of the hobby. And then you know this is the new the upstart. It's kind of like the national's the NFL and then you have the XFL. Can you know the XFL take over the NFL? Maybe but probably not likely but you never know.
1: I, I think that Fanatics is gonna do everything they can to turn into the new NBA and make the national appear like the ABA. Ooh All right. You heard it here first. Breaking news.
5: Breaking news. Wow. Wow.
1: Wow. We're talking Michael Rubin cutthroat. I listen. I can't imagine that they're going to want to do anything small ever. No, no, No. You know. Now, could I see fanatics putting on a one year event like they talked about? Absolutely. Could I see them putting on? four events a year, you know, once every three months, maybe, you know, in December it's in San Diego and March it's in New York city and, you know, July it's in San Antonio. Absolutely. I could. And and they would take the show on the road. I could absolutely see that. I like your thought. I don't know about uh, Texas in the summertime, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
5: they just yeah. had a show in Dallas and it was True. Good point. Yeah. Point. just don't yeah. make it the same week. Please, it, that would be talk about cutthroat. That would be that would be another level. But I know yeah. there's always conflicts between like these different shows, like Nashville and Dallas, or yeah. Burbank and somewhere else. I mean, just just please, fanatics, don't make it the same week. That would be another level. Gotcha. <laughs> that same would week be as the national. I mean, yeah,
1: that would be extra petty. I I can't imagine they would do that though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So, you guys,
2: bring in any swag to uh, give out to the uh,
5: millions of uh, Wolfpack oh, fans out I, there? Uh, I thought you meant like wearing a fanny pack. Are we putting on our sway <laughs> You know what? If anybody, like, yeah. Would, like yeah, well,
2: you three fanny pack dudes, would you be opposed to autographing and giving your fanny pack to your <laughs> podcast fans? No, this is
3: this is a strong no. fanny. This is, staying with me. <laughs> All right. So
1: a few, a few months ago, uh, Matthew, you guys know, uh, 1956 Tops guy, came up uh, with the idea of doing a cargo short giveaway. So oh I think God. I'm going to do a cargo short giveaway. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I might actually have them game used. So like podcast nice. born. But, <laughs> podcast you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's too over the top. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that need a preferably... pair of those signed uh, new balances, bro. That's what I need. Yeah. Only thing with
5: the cargo shorts, though, you can't prove
1: it because you never see your pants. They're coming from <laughs> They're coming from me, though. So you know it's okay. You need right. the photo match yeah, yeah. exactly so so last week uh ken and i were at a card show and someone was in the park oh dave dj sports cards 86 uh shout out to him he was in the parking lot and he sees us he's like oh man they're up to no good and he just snapped the pic he goes hey guys look he snapped a pic so he posts it and then someone responds back i didn't even realize that ken was wearing long shorts too because someone responded hashtag long short gang <laughs> Wow. So Ken, Ken rocks the pants below the knees too. Well,
4: <laughs> well, that's, that's because my
1: legs are short. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, big, Ken, big, Ken. big, the truth comes out. Big Ken has short legs. Big Ken got big shorts. Uh, <laughs> is right. it is? Big uh, short, so guys, so are there, is there a specific grail card? Is there a specific mm-hmm. card? or even like a lane of cards like that you are shooting for for national. If you come home with, you're going to consider a success Uh, for me. I have really a couple iconic rookies that I actually acquired last year at the national and ended up moving them. And I, I, they feel, it feels like my PC has a missing piece now that those cards aren't there. So I'm definitely going for um, a Bill Russell rookie and probably a 52 maze, and I would love to pick up a 33 Gowdy Babe Ruth. <laughs> there is the pick. Kent, dude, <laughs> Craig's got receipts in everything. How do you even have those receipts? Oh so, my gosh, yes, shorts. long shorts, gang. Look at those. Hey, so if you- you're if you're listening <laughs> on podcast, Craig just pulled up an actual picture of yeah so
0: bang bang long shorts gang (laughs) (laughs)
1: so yeah i'm definitely going for a bill russell rookie a 52 tops maze or a 33 gaudy babe ruth that's what i'm going for um so how about you guys do you have a specific card or a specific lane that you're saying that is what i'm razor focused on acquiring
4: well mine's a little boring to to everyone except for myself but the uh, 2021 uh Parkside Trinity Rodman uh Auto Purple Ink. That that nerd that, alert. That is that is the card out to Tony be for. Nice. Yeah.
2: That is dope. Mine is uh might be just as boring. it's just gonna be trying to finish the the Clemente run and some 56 tops uh commons. I'm gonna be sitting there f- Flipping through binders, but I actually, and I was gonna talk to Oz. So when was it? I think it was it's been a while now. We 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 had talked about trying to because we went in together on the 86 Jordan year or so ago, ended up moving that, and we had talked about trying to get into the Bowman Maze rookie and we never did it because we got the cash, we got the cash in hand and just did our own thing, which which was fine (laughs) because I was like, I ended up with cars that I really love, and he did too and that they're both still in our, in our PC to this day. But that Willie Mays rookie is one that I would love to get at some point. Getting it this week is probably a stretch, but if the cards, no pun intended, fall the right way and, and that, <laughs> that, that that does happen, that would be off the hook. Because I just think that Willie Mays, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a beast, bro. So arguably
1: the greatest baseball player of all time um yeah personally i don't think his market will ever be close to what mantles is it won't ever be what ruth's is um probably won't even be what jackie's is you know so market wise he's definitely top 10 um performance probably greatest baseball player of all time very undervalued (laughs)
0: Agree. I think for me, it's gonna be. uh, I was talking about building the uh, Philly basketball greats. Um, Are there any, (laughs) bro? The greatest of the greats. The greatest (laughs) of the greats. We have, first of all, AI. Hershey Hawkins, (laughs) Johnny Dawkins, Hershey Hawkins, the most feared backcourt in the NBA ever. Um, No, but seriously, like uh, I'm looking for Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain.
1: Ooh, listen, your
0: cousin's got one. He got one. Yeah, I know a
1: guy. That's I know a we're great, That's a great card. That's a great card. That is it's a great, incredible card. card. Sixty-one Fleer. Yeah, and is centered, yeah. which is impossible to find.
0: Now I was talking about trying to get, you know, a rookie card, all of them auto autographed. That's going to be tough for the Wilt. I I just seen an in action one that popped up. I don't know. The, I don't know if you guys, I forget the guy's name, but he had. I think it's a pop three. It's the in action card that Wilt had signed, which is pretty sick. Um, but something like that. And then um Bill Russell Ooh. in action sign. It's not yeah. rookie though,
5: it's not, yeah. you know, but
1: yeah. That's uh, yes.
5: that's still a great one, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then uh, I'm looking to get a Moses Malone as well.
1: Ooh. See, you know what happens is you got the Charles Barkley, so, so you're like, Well, I already got one of the greats, so I might as well just start this huge run now, <laughs> you know. Like, so yeah. yeah, so I got
0: Charles, I got Julius, and I got uh who was the third one. John Crook. Oh, AI. Shit. Oh. I'm a thinking John Crook.
3: <laughs> Craig. So it's a little bit of Lionel Messi sprinkled in with a little bit of Justin Bieber. Is I it Lionel?
1: I thought it was Lionel. Leo, Leo Messi,
3: Lionel Messi. He
5: he's putting the soccer panache on. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah. The
2: way yeah, Craig says
5: he it was the uh,
1: Argentine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> we, we've been walking around rubbing two sticks together. Craig's over here with a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, uh, I'd really love a Lionel Messi 2017 Topps Chrome Gold Refractor. And I would really love a Justin Bieber autograph from either 2001 Pini Americana or the 2012 Justin Bieber set. Um, great card to have. Uh, have you ever seen those before?
1: So, they, they're they really make- old Bieber autographs? Correct. Wow. Two, two years
3: where they had them. So, that'd be cool. And I'm always looking for Knicks stuff. You know, New York Knicks. Uh, I did say I'd like a really nice vintage. Card in my collection, someone with some cultural significance. Bill Russell, Jackie Robinson. I have the Cassius Clay already. So something really nice and centered. I love the look of the 52 Jackie Robinson, but that might be a little too out of reach. That dark red background really doesn't Oh, for me. it's
1: incredible. Yeah. But
3: um, so yeah. some messy, uh, again, Nick stuff. You know, I'm always looking for Giannis just as a guide.
5: But this is going to be, I, I'm interested to see how people are going to react to this. The first two don't really have any reaction. Game used, chunky NBA patches, but like specifically a noticeable piece of the letter. Like I was showing off a couple. I might as well pull them out uh, for anybody watching on YouTube. But like the Magic Johnson that I have, the DeMar DeRozan well, that
1: I have. That's the universal sound of a <laughs> Zion box slapping over. Right. <laughs> so like if it has a piece of the letter,
5: then I'm, I'm into it. 100 percent um the other one is uh, a, an exquisite limited logos of larry bird preferably wow you know, just because and we were talking about this on our crosstown cardboard episode too about like just the game used patch with the auto and the best brand pre panini you know like larry bird would be great magic or even dennis rodman You know, because like the Jordan or LeBron is probably going to be insane or Kobe. And then the final one is the one that I'm interested to see what uh, you guys might think. Because, Rob, I'm pretty sure you still have this card. I know you were really proud to get it. But the triple auto 1981 tops with Bird, Magic, Dr. J. You know, the, the Bird and Magic rookie also with all three autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I was talking on the, on our episode about a possible roommate deal so that thing doesn't even see the national floor, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Dude, I, I look at that card. That's on my safe searches.
2: That card will be mine one day. Even I think Oz has talked about it as well. Yeah. I think just because of those three guys who who they who they are, what they mean to the game, that that to me is like a staple card that should be in damn near everyone's collection
5: at some point and then you had to see all three of those guys in person at some point to get yeah. them all autographed you would imagine at separate locations what's the it, pop on that rob um do you know i know isn't that a psa 4 with a 10 auto
1: yeah here's the thing though with them so this this is a pop 28 317 higher so so okay. you figure it's probably probably around 500 of these out there maybe you know and um and I, maybe some got cracked. You can't imagine many did, but you never know. Maybe if someone's like, listen, I know this is at least a five. I'm going to crack this, you know. Um, but the thing is with, with that kind of card is I don't think many of these are getting signed anymore at all because all right. three of these guys charge an arm and a leg oh gosh, to, yeah. to sign that card because they know so i'm pretty sure the pop report is not growing on that because the cost and what it would take to buy a decent grade version of it and then to pay to have them sign um it, it's more than likely more expensive than the value of the card is worth you know mm-hmm. so
5: so is that available for a, a trade
1: or a potential situation no, you know what i i gotta tell you man don't uh, don't
5: tell me you're high on it don't don't please <laughs> <laughs> please i know that's, a, that's i know not, that's what you know. i
1: love you carmine man so listen <laughs> shout out to craig okay because i i truly had an epiphany during the recording of this episode right here and i think i'm going to take a page out of craig's book and i'm not kidding like i i think i'm probably going to leave like my top 15 cards at home and I think I'm just uh, gonna bring everything you've been, say, out. you've been
5: saying this whole time. You're gonna bring everything. That Don't leave true. anything at home. You've been you you've been hammering at yeah. home. You brainwashed me. I know. <laughs> I know,
1: but but you know, oh, I think my. that Craig is really onto something, man. Craig has built uh, such a great collection that never sees the light of day, you know. Like I I, I never saw a collect, I never saw a picture of craig's cards until i literally had to ask him for a picture of his cards like i don't know what was it like nine months ago craig i know exactly what you're talking about it's still pinned to my profile is it yes it is oh that's right so i think i asked you for a picture and then you posted it like a day later You're like hey someone asked me for a pic i'm gonna you know i'm gonna post this so yeah man like you know and you don't build that kind of collection by bringing your big boys everywhere however you are thank set you, up. Thank you.
3: Thank you. you. You are you are setting up, though, Rob. That's the
5: difference. And the National is a showcase. And, you know, that's not the only difference because I don't want to, you know, try to pressure you, Rob. <laughs> but just to present this other point that Craig's collection has cards in it. The PC that he's not bringing is really cards that have an irreplaceable story. You know, he got it on his honeymoon in Hawaii. Or I, I know I love bringing that one up. But <laughs> – You know, like these incredible stories. He packed, pulled it in the living room with his dad when he was 10 years old. So, like, they have such an emotional connection. And I'm sure you have an emotional tie to some of those cards, too. But those were gotten recently by leveling up. So this is a great opportunity to potentially keep leveling up.
1: Man, you would think he was an investigative journalist, not a uh, (laughs) sportscaster. He's
2: not bad. He's not bad. Uh, Along those lines, Ken, is is the... Tyson PMG coming along for the ride. It is.
1: Oh, oh! oh is. Are you going? Are you going to get
4: it signed? It is. So, so, you know, if you, I knew listen, it. I if you, knew if, it. If, wow. if you listen to Thursday's episode with my special guest, convinced me that I needed to bring all my ammunition for sale or not for sale. Yes. Create yes. a price. And you will attract more of those same cards.
1: Listen, I, I could remember. I could distinctively. I just butcher that word. I, just, I could distinctively remember. Um, I was sitting there mowing the lawn like three months ago. I text Ken and said, if you had the opportunity to get your Tyson signed, would you? And he was like, no. And I was like, he's going to i'm gonna would. try to get it signed he's I gonna would. slip he's gonna slip tyson you know what <laughs> yeah i'll leave that to the imagination you got
2: to catch him on the streets and and he'll 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 make it happen
1: so I ken know. are you liquidating your tyson collection because no. you just sold two you just sold two psa tens out of three he no, had they two were, of they the were, three they were psa nines
4: he they had not, so they were he, not tens they, they were, were leaf auto and they were They were
5: Leafs. Yeah. Well, Ken, I'm uh, I'm an
4: I'm an upper deck guy now. I'm not a leaf guy. I'm an upper deck guy.
5: I sold Ken that one that's still in his case there.
4: And and you know the thought pattern is to attract some more upper deck Mike Tyson's my way. So if nobody sees that I have them, they may not say, "Hey, I've got something you might like," right?
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Good good idea. We're sitting here talking to Einstein. We're (laughs) <laughs> and we're sitting here. We're 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 licking the wall. <laughs> no, I, I, that's I'm, fair. I, I'm with you on that.
2: When I see the Leaf Tyson's, they do nothing for me. The yeah. the sticker autos half the time is signatures off. You know, half cut oh, off all of the time. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. doesn't. But the upper deck, all day, man. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Right now, someone has a, uh, a, a the whole the one complete set. <laughs> it's like a twenty thousand dollar price tag on it. But I'm with you there, bro. With with the uh, upper decks. By the way, breaking news. Well, we talked about these before, but we finally have them in hand. Cousin Oz and I will have two sets of uh, different stickers. So shake us down if you have you need stickers for your Zion cases and all that stuff. The first one is the regular cousins, and it's in the plastic cousins die cut, if you will. Yeah, Yeah. the die cut. Yeah, yeah, none Mm -hmm. of that uh, cheapo stuff. You know, I mean, we went all out for these. (laughs) No spare. (laughs) What what are you trying to say? And the other (laughs) one is the exclusive Cousins Collectibles podcast logo. Oh, that's cool too. That's
1: my jam right there. It's Cousin Oz with the white hat, chilling. So
2: uh, yeah, if you see us, shake us down. We will have some of these uh, throughout the uh, the weekend. Five bucks per auto. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And if you want Oz to uh, sign it, he will not do any inscriptions. There are (laughs) there. uh...
4: He will is not that sign girl?
2: anything. Yeah, that says "People's Mailman." So <laughs> don't ask. That is exclusive to the uh, podcast. There so, fellas, um, I'm excited. This this is like I just want to thank all of you publicly. To I mean, dude, to make this thing happen, it was like I told Oz. I was like, "Yo, we got to do something," and now it's here. Thank you very much to all of you.
4: Yeah, hey, likewise. I I I've waited. I All all year to say this, and I really, I hope I'm not dating myself, right? I'm either going to understand what I'm saying or you're going to have no clue, right? Oz and I will get it. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full (laughs) tank of gas, a half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Anybody (laughs) in the room. Nope.
1: I'm going to take a guess and say planes, trains, and automobiles. Lose, brothers, baby. That's
0: what Man, I was gonna you know. say. He didn't
2: give me enough time. <laughs>
0: right? We
1: gave you ten seconds on <laughs> <laughs>
2: Missed it by that much. That was a the longest. Listeners out
4: there TV. are screaming at their radio or their computer right now. <laughs> Yell, their Lose radio. Lose brothers. <laughs>
1: yeah, radio. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, listen. Can't wait. Can't wait to see uh, um Any closing thoughts? Hold on. So before we close this out,
2: we cannot just say goodbye. It's got to be all the catchphrases in some form or fashion. I don't know <laughs> how we're gonna do it, but we need the uh take care of this, uh
1: bring the beat back. We need the peace from the uh so <laughs> peace. love peace. it, love it. Take care of yourselves and your collection.
4: Good. ahead, big Ken. Uh take care of yourselves and everyone around you, fellas. Peace. Peace. <laughs> and as always, <laughs> keep focused,
0: keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.